WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Well, what about the implications of the economic stance we got from late last week? Last Friday's report about the half-century low for the nation's jobless rate. It had to be terrifying news for McDonald's, Walmart, J.C. Penney. You get the idea. Kate Taylor, correspondent, Business Insider. Her Twitter handle, at Kate underscore H underscore Taylor. Live from New York. And, uh, well, it, it's got to be a brave new world for some of these companies paying at minimum wage or pretty close to it. And uh, what, what do you suspect they're going to have to do about it? It is. Uh, well, I mean, one thing that they're doing about is paying more than minimum wage. Last week, we saw Amazon coming out saying that they're going to pay workers $15 an hour, which is significantly higher than minimum wage. Um, although, although some say a little bait and switch there, a little, little cut of the benefits in yeah. some other areas <laughs> at Amazon, uh, just to be clear. But go on. Yeah, um, and it also doesn't apply to all their workers. Yeah. Drivers, for example, are on contract, so a little bit sketchy there, but I mean, for people that are working um, for Amazon directly, at least they can put that kind of out as an impressive PR statement or people who might be looking for seasonal labor um, as everyone's hiring for the holiday season might consider applying to Amazon, whether that instead of Walmart, which also raised its minimum wage earlier this year. Well, surely uh, uh, companies as massive as McDonald's and Walmart have economists on their staffs that could have warned upper management uh, that this sort of thing was likely to happen. Yes, yeah, a lot of them have been preparing for a while. And for someone like Walmart, which they raised their minimum wage in January, it hasn't hurt them too much so far. Um, basically, the good press and being able to actually retain workers has been worth raising the minimum wage. But for some places that maybe don't have the ability to raise minimum wage, this means that they're going to lose out on being able to retain talent. So somewhere like uh, Dollar General, which um, does not have a set minimum wage that's above the actual minimum wage, um, workers are going to be like, why would I work here when I can work somewhere else that will pay me more? Or even work somewhere like uh, drive an Uber, where you have more flexible hours and you weren't kind of stuck on your, seat, on your feet in a fast food kitchen all day. Um, I don't know. People just have more options than ever before. Yeah. So they're really kind of fighting right now to try and have enough workers. And one more thing, Kate, you've been writing about something that has fascinated all of us, I think, regardless of generation, and that is uh, the preferences of millennials, young adults, and some of the products and services uh, that they're not very passionate about. And, uh, well, the headline, millennials are wreaking havoc on these 18 industries. We're not going to be covering all of them, but uh, give us a sense. It's a pretty broad range. Um, I mean, it can be kind of SLA as bar soap. Companies that have bar soup are switching away from that to do uh, kind of other types of soap, other types of cleanser, or razors. Millennials, because it's more normalized in the workplace to have a beard now, razor companies are having their sales fall. Um, so razor companies are trying to figure out other ways to build up business. So it's little tweaks like shaving your beard less um, or having younger people shave their beard less that can have this huge impact uh, when an entire generation makes a shift. Well, one thing that struck me, uh, probably because we have a beer show on Thursdays here on WDEL where we compare craft beers, but beer is also one other thing that millennials are not drinking as much as past generations. Yes, they're switching over to wine and spirits more and more. As much as craft beer has been booming in recent years, beer as a whole is taking a hit, especially some of the bigger brands, Bud Light, Budweiser, Coors Light. People just aren't drinking them as much, even <laughs> though they're still the most popular beers in America. Well, one more thing. You're pretty young yourself. Anything about uh, millennials that surprised even you? 
I mean, the beer one surprised me, I have to admit, as someone who drinks plenty of beer. Um, it seems like I have not been doing enough to hold up, hold up the entire generation. <laughs> All right, we'll talk some more. Thank you, Kate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Kate Taylor, uh, Business Insider Correspondent, live from New York.